the Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And uh, welcome to the last week of being worried about the election, because next week we're going to be worried about something totally fucking different. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, like, just regardless of whoever is running the country, uh, we still live in a shithole. Mm-hmm where black lives do not matter to law enforcement and politicians. It's just that one is going to be infinitely worse than the other. Uh, and nobody gives a shit about American people, but we sure give a shit about Walmarts, don't we? <laughs> anyway, vote for Joe Biden. Um, Please. I um, I voted yesterday. I dropped off my ballot. Um Oh, that's smart. I I have mine next to my desk as like a looming threat yeah. where it's like, oh, if you don't want to be productive today, maybe fill out your ballot. <laughs> and that's the only thing that's keeping me working. So <laughs> if I fill it out, <laughs> I'm not going to get paid. <laughs> Isn't that the fuck? That's the fuck truth right there. Um, yeah. Yes. Danica and I were just talking beforehand. I, I, we're not going to try to get down in the, the weeds about it, but man, it, it maybe it'll help people feel validated but it's it's hard out there i feel genuinely really depressed and like really anxious like even the bachelor couldn't really like help me yesterday and today mm-hmm. i kept just like being uh, like wait distract me distract me and like you know shit's bad in america coming up to selection when we've had i had like I've had multiple followers who live in different countries message me this week and two of them today asking how we are doing and making sure we are okay. And I'm like, you know, that's bad when I have Canadians messaging me and being like, I'm worried about you. (laughs) Literally, like, I don't know anything about anywhere else's politics at all. Mm -hmm. And I like, I mean, maybe the most comparable thing is when like, England, Britain, see, I don't even know when they, like, it's like the Tories versus, like, their version of the Republicans and Democrats voted. Yeah. And they got stuck with the Tories, which are the, the bad ones. But, like, it it's crazy to have, like, basically the entire world being like, holy shit, like, can we all vote? <laughs> Please? This guy sucks. sucks. Um, but, but, yeah. And it's also so frustrating, like, seeing, like, not frustrating, it's amazing seeing Bolivia... Get this like huge win for democratic socialism, given all the shit they've been mm-hmm. through in the last like few years, and then we're just like, yeah, we could we could get Biden. <laughs> how cool! How fucking cool! <laughs> how fucking progressive and tight and cool is this? <laughs> Two cops, great. And then we have to like enthusiastically be like, he's not the fucking worst. Like how? Or whatever. <laughs> Vote for Biden. Please. We don't like him, but let's do this. We have to. Um, yeah, I can't. Oh, Lord. Oh. We're going to be okay. We we uh, we have a... I mean, it's crazy that the next episode of The Bachelor is happening not on Tuesday, but on Thursday. So, like, regardless, we have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... Mm, I didn't talk to you about this beforehand, but I'm going to confidently say that we are not reviewing if Trump wins yeah. next week. I think we're both going to need, like, a little break. Yeah, so yeah. expect nothing from us I mean, if if that happens. 
<sighs> uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do something else in its place. Um, because the episode will probably be very important in some way, but like, there's also really important shit happening. Uh, but that's yeah. fine because Biden's gonna win. Yeah, we're putting out positive positive vibes. vibes. Um, speaking of positive vibes, let's like. <laughs> Last night's episode was wild, and, like, they had that group hug, and it was good vibes only, baby. But before we mm. get into that, let's talk about some more Bachelor Nation shit. Um, Danica's, <laughs> like, always goes to me. She's like, what's happening in Bachelor Nation? Because you're um, obsessed and never go to sleep and are on all the time. And um, and I don't want to look at my Instagram feed today. Yeah. So today's news is that Chris Harrison, um, lovely host of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, He came out with a beautiful and just really important, it's like, it's something that, you know, is really needed, I think, right now, more than ever. It's really something that we need, and that is um, luxury man rings. You know what? Actually, I think this is what Bachelor Diversity asked for. Yeah. Like, we don't have Neil Neil Lane for men. (laughs) We need multi-thousand dollar rings that are for youth pastors that are men oh my god wait a second i just had that idea what if they are trying to incorporate chris harrison as the like the neil lane for men in the show so like instead of claire propose like instead of dale proposing to claire she'll propose to dale and use one of chris harrison's horrible horrible rings (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's horrible Jesus Christ. Um, That's the worst conspiracy we've ever come up with. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most accurate one, too. Yeah, that's what's, like, really fucked about it. It's like, (laughs) my eyes just got really big, and I felt alive for the first time in weeks, and I was like, oh my god, you heard it here first, date card pod. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Also, those rings are just so fucking hideous. Mm -hmm. Like, it really does feel like looking at any men's brand like deodorant for men that's just like brisk winter or something and it's just like i just want like a guy to smell nice. like why does it have to be even the name is just something stupid like andrew um i i saw your post on the on the date card pod instagram today and i sent it to andrew and i was like pick one and then he sent me one that was the name of the ring was just called straight. <laughs> I like couldn't believe, and I was like, I like screamed. I. <laughs> it's like I want a ring that when I wear it and I'm punching um a a gay man, I could be like, yeah, no straight, homo. no homo. I'm straight. Oh my god, it's the worst. My wife, my wife tells me my I'm wife, straight. my wife. Oh yeah, Borat's back. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> our sense of humor is finally back in yes. in vogue fuck yeah <laughs> oh my god um what does it say about me that i care more about like what happened to zach J on the bachelorette that i care about fucking giuliani you know uh you know what i haven't seen it yet i saw the i saw the tweets yeah. that's basically how i watch anything i'm just like there's too much of it i'll just look on twitter <laughs> but like Oh, that Giuliani shit is fucking funny. I though. watched it and it is That's very really funny. funny. It's really, well, I mean, <laughs> funny in a horrible way, but because it's really upsetting. Um, but 
Woof. Woof. I think having not seen it, here's my opinion about it so far, and I could be totally wrong and I might redact this later, but I mean, like, I know that people say that it looked kind of choppy, so, like, obviously, like, maybe don't trust the edit or whatever. Like, it's edited to be funny and make him look a certain way, but also, he went into a dark room and touched that woman, so... He, in fact, did that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's inappropriate behavior, regardless of whether he his intentions were good. Like, would you want Rudy Giuliani touching you? No. This is no. such foreshadowing for the Zach J date. Oh, oh my we'll god. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, his father, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Disgusting. Gi- oh. Giuliani spelled with a J, because it's Zach J. Anyway, god, we're the worst people. Why does anyone listen to this podcast? Yeah, we're not even funny anymore. We're just sad. Uh, oops. <laughs> Oopsie. Speaking of sad, um, Hannah B got naked on Instagram this week. That's not sad. That's amazing. <laughs> Bachelor Nation is once again sad. <laughs> That's what I meant. Why can't anyone appreciate an ass? We appreciate them every single time there is, like, a bachelorette because all of these men are fucking assholes. And finally, we see a beautiful, toned, dancing with the stars ass. And people had to fucking ruin it. (laughs) Like, like, so many of these women are just, like, in Bachelor Nation. I'm calling the white women out, as we should be doing every single time. Like, all of these, like... Our mothers, our stepmoms that we don't get along with, they, their opinions need to be challenged because they're just like, oh, I wish they would take the black box off so I can see some penis. And then, like, as soon as a woman just, like, shows, like, part of her ass, like, in a pool, like, you couldn't even really see it. Like, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Enhance, enhance, enhance. Like, I couldn't see it. So, like, whatever, Karen. But, like... Or sorry, Claren. I promised we would say that this episode. We're combining Claire and Karen because they're the same. Claren! Um, but they're just, like, basically, like, I want to see these men's dicks while simultaneously saying, like, Jesus hates you for having an ass, Hannah. Like, I can't believe. Like, you're not a role model, whatever. Shut up. Shut up. This is my... my I want the fuck off evangelicals tag to, like, get as much traction as... No more Garrett's. Like, no more evangelicals either. You guys have ruined it. <laughs> you know what? Some some Christian songs slap, but you're ruining everything oh, for me. You want to know what my deep, deep sadness of this week was? I watched um, the SNL from a couple weeks ago with Justin Bieber on it, and I actually mm-hmm. liked his One Jesus song, and I hated myself deeply oh. for that. Um, it, did you hate it because it was a Jesus song or because no, it's Justin Bieber? Because I, I, I kind of like Justin Bieber. I liked it. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, I meant the opposite. Oh. Did you like? Oh, I see. Um, I liked it Were because you pl- it just had. It was just. It was a bop, you know. Like I was just like, mm, mm, mm. And he was like really sad looking, and you know how I love a sad man. And um, yeah, yeah the sad boy vibes was doing it for me. And he was like standing in this weird archway, and he looked like he wanted to like kill himself. And I again just like super into when guys want to do that. And so yeah. that was my problem, but. I'll talk to my therapist about it. Um, in group therapy. Yeah, group therapy. <laughs> they do not like me in group therapy, y'all. Oh, boys. See? <laughs> uh, we, before we get to the show, I just want to real quick, because you mentioned No More Garrett's. One final update. Becca Kufrin has unfollowed Garrett Gunn. And that yes. is reason to celebrate. Oh. Cheers, bitches. Uh, 
I wish we had a like popping champagne like <laughs> noise or like a a sitcom <laughs> clap or like something. This is excellent news. Yes. And it didn't take that long. He got a new girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? Did we talk about that last no. week? He got a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we should be talking about mm-hmm. that now. Yes. He okay, his dating history is crazy because his ex-wife looks exactly like Becca. I didn't know this until you posted it earlier this week. His ex-wife looks exactly like Becca. Like it literally looks like an age progression. Yeah. And but like neither one of them have age. It just looks like five years apart, <laughs> the same woman. And now he's dating Oh, who did I even compare her to? I don't remember. Um, well, some white woman, but somebody compared her to the mistress for Scott Peterson. Um, and mm. I loved it. I was here for it. We got dragged on Reddit by somebody for that comparison, which was really funny. Um, Date Card Pod does not really fuck with Reddit at a ton. And somebody sent me a screenshot of somebody being like, this podcast made a comparison to Scott Peterson and Garrett. And I think it was just like uncalled for. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Some people's feelings, I'm just like, literally, do anything. Like, can you imagine seeing that on Instagram of all platforms and being like, you know what I have to do? Take it to a more serious platform where I can discuss at length my problems with these bitches. (laughs) Shut up. I couldn't believe it. They got like 13 upvotes and I was like, who are these monsters? Anyway. Um, I don't even know who Scott Peterson is. I'm stupid. That's fine. He's just a terrible man who killed his wife. But, um... Oh, you know what? Actually, it's accurate. I don't even know what either of them look like or who they are, but Garrett Gunn is going to kill somebody. You heard it it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have to talk about this episode because last night was bananas. Can we just say, first of all, we dressed up last night because it's Halloween week. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... Should we, should we tell them or leave them on the edge? I mean, I feel like uh, three people listen to this and it's you, me, and Andrew. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I think we can say. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that big of a spoiler. And also, Andrew turned it off after the political rant because I've already said it to him eight times yeah, today. <laughs> so, Bye, Andrew. Um, we dressed up as... Uh, <laughs> a generic white bachelor contestant. Mm-hmm. And... And COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a set of falsies last night that were the ugliest things I've ever put on my face. Like, I don't have a problem with people that like doing like makeup and stuff. Like, obviously, you do mm-hmm. you, do whatever. I was just trying to get as close to Maddie Pruitt as I possibly could. And that was more work than I've done in the past six months. Yeah, it like, was like upsetting how how much you looked like Maddie to me because you straightened your hair as well. And mm-hmm. I, it was like upsetting. I was like, am I, am I about to get like told some scripture, you know, am I about to play some b-ball with your weird dad? Like oh my Andrew, God. Andrew was like turned on. It was weird. Yeah. He was like, both. he kept telling, he like kept negging me. And I was like, this is how I know that it's working for you. Like, he's just like, this is really disturbing to see. And I'm just like, oh, so you want to fuck? Like, no thanks. I'm a nice Christian girl, idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really weird. Like, there, there was a lot of eyelash stuff going on. I bought that like pink tube of eyeliner. Like, every woman mm-hmm. and like queer person knows what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Like, the pink tube of Maybelline, whatever it's called. 
um, that just gunks up your eyelashes immediately. I had the like off the shoulder dress. I straightened my hair, but I, I'm so sad that I didn't have any hair extensions because it really just like was lacking <laughs> without seven pounds of hair extensions in there. You know? Well, I had stay to... tuned and see if I edit in some hair extensions for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We also have to edit in a cross necklace because it's you know, I spent so much of my life as a Christian. I have none of that memorabilia left. Um, it's really upsetting. Yeah, for God. He's um, mad. Yeah, God's mad. Oh, we did. Um, we tried to do our best to do a picnic. Um, and I dressed up. Sponsored Yeah, house. and I dressed up like COVID and Danica, or Bachelor contestant number 265. And I um, <laughs> held hands because like, it's a truly a good spawn con when you have COVID by your side. That's true. It's the only way to do it. I wouldn't do it with anybody else. <laughs> Swipe up and get sick for 50% off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so dress like that, uh, glasses off. I watched the episode last night because my eyelashes were too fucking long for me to wear glasses. Or I was just like propping them up at the end of my nose, like holding them with my finger. I literally couldn't fucking That's see so the whole funny. night. <laughs> um, so like wrapping up last week's episode... Uh, it ends shortly before they start the cocktail party, um, and the guys are waiting around at the beginning of the episode, waiting to talk to Claire, where, as we recall, Yosef is angry. <laughs> he has a lot to be upset about. <laughs> so, um, because he's an infant who's obsessed with gatekeeping people's sexuality and blaming what was obviously a choice made by production and has done no research about this show whatsoever, he, um, decides to talk to Claire about the classless um, strip dodgeball date or whatever Uh. it was. Um, So he's mad because it's, like, showing him some things about her maturity level and, like, things he just doesn't agree with about her. Don't know what you're talking about. And also, you can just go. This feels like a comment section thing where it's like, I'm leaving this group because you guys are too progressive. And it's just like, sir, we don't need your opinion for this exit. You can just leave. Like, she doesn't see you anyway. And I don't want to see you again. Yeah, it was wild. We were watching his face. look. It looked like it was, like, melting off of his bone structure as he was, like, trying to tell her how absurd and this atrocity and it and how how much he he was offended by her and I was like oh boy if you're offended by the actions of Claire Crawley um I'm sorry like this is not the space for you like I I just um yeah so he's talking to some of the other guys about it he wasn't even on this date so I don't like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, that would make me uncomfortable and I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. do that. But he's totally the type that is, like, controlling of other people's bodies, which may or may not be why he has a daughter. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You fucking weirdo creep asshole. Um, so, like, Riley tells him to, like, calm down a little bit. Um, and he's not capable of doing that, so the situation completely blows up. Um... He goes into this meeting with Claire and tells her that he thought it was really disrespectful when she, uh, when she scolded the guys for not pulling her away fast enough on his group date. 
And he's like, I sacrificed a lot to be here. I'm missing out on time with my daughter. I'm sure she's thriving, honestly. Like, leave her with whoever has her. She's fine. And briefly, like, Claire's like, I know, I understand. Like, it's hard to be away. Like, my mother is dying. And he goes, I'm, I'm not finished. He, like, literally follows her saying, my mother is dying. And she she chokes on the word dying. Like, she stops and pauses and, like, realizes she hasn't actually said that on camera yet. And is like... This is a real fact. And then he's like, um, I'm not done talking. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. He, she literally did Kim. There's people that are dying to him. And he was like, um, well, actually that's not what I'm discussing right now. I'm here to shame you for a choice you had no part in making. <laughs> so he, his chief complaint about all, I feel like that, that thing is mm-hmm. fine. Like it's totally fine to, Like, talk about your daughter, be worried about time. Because you know who else has done that? Kenny Uh from Rachel's Uh season. He was worried that this was, like, potentially not the right fit and that he would rather be with his daughter and they left respectfully Uh and it was totally fine and nobody looked like an asshole and they wished each other well and went on their way. And guess what? Both of them are either married or engaged and they're great people and I love them Uh both. He is a fucking asshole. And, uh... His literal complaint was, I was absolutely appalled at the group date. There's naked guys playing dodgeball together. It's so humiliating and degrading, and I don't see how that really translates into finding a husband. Like, who's willing to strip down butt naked and play dodgeball? It seems very silly and very immature. And I'm just like, okay, you're not wrong. Why not talk to your producer? Like, why are you telling her about this? She has nothing to do with any of it. I think he, I mean, a couple of things are at play. He might just intentionally be leaning into a villain edit, but he's also like, he's just like clearly somebody who has anger issues and has mm-hmm. issues against women. Like I, I saw a discourse on it online. Like there have been villains before. Like there's been crystal. There's been, there's, there's been villains before and they go on BIP and they kind of rehab their image. But like this man is just showing that he's like, doesn't like women <laughs> and yeah he's just scary and like his aggression went from like zero to 100 so fast and just like we all got the sense that if there weren't cameras around watching this man like it's kind of upsetting to think of what would happen like how angry he would have gotten because she because mm-hmm. she then escalates back at him which is totally fair and you know fine in my opinion and then that like ups his like fucking aggroness like to the next level yeah. And I think some of the some of the things that like I've seen in like the discourse in like the Facebook groups we're a part of are like at this point he has he has a point. Like we've talked about it before, like it's a little degrading to make people do like to strip out of their clothes if they don't necessarily want mm-hmm. to. But again, that's not on Claire, that's on production, and if we want that shit to stop, it has to start somewhere else. Uh You can't blame the lead for, like, it's not like she's picking the dates or anything, and I think we all know that pretty well Uh by now. Um, But, like, he also loses the moral high ground so quickly here, because he is just like, I expected a lot more from the oldest bachelorette that's ever been. And I'm just like, what is wrong with, like, you don't like her, just leave. Again, like, don't announce your exit, just fucking go. She's not gonna notice you're gone anyway. Um, She, like, glares at him really angrily and 
he's just projecting a lot of like weird anger for somebody he's only met two times. <laughs> like, like again, he could have just said, "I'm gonna like bow out and go," but like he as a whole represents men who are stupid and selfish and don't know how to bow out of conversations respectfully <laughs> and keeps going uh saying you're not setting the right example for my daughter and i'm ashamed to be associated with you and then when claire jumps in to defend herself yeah that's um like talking about her mom and like all of this he's like i'm not done yet and then claire snaps you know what you are done and then like gets up and leaves like saying like don't talk to me like that I would never want my children having a father like you. And I'm just like, yes, bitch. Yes. Spoiler. Like so, many, That's like so many people are like angry with her for saying this, but like, she's right. What the hell? Um, I don't know if you noticed, but Bachelor Nation is full of a bunch of dummies. Oh, I didn't. God. I truly thought everyone no. uh, <laughs> went to college and gra- just kidding I'm, I'm one of the dumb ones too <laughs> no, it's just like i mean there's just a whole level this whole episode is really toxic to be honest and like the people the discourse today has been uh, for the majority the majority has been like these men have been trash but the people who are kind of on the other side it's just like a classic example of lack of empathy for one and then also projection issues as well like they cannot admit that the men who in their lives that treat them the same way are are bad. Like if we're screaming, Yosef yeah. is abusive. Zach J is abusive. Like they are like, no, no, no. They can't be abusive because men treat me like that, and I'm not an abuse, you know, victim. And it's like, <sighs> honey, yeah. It feels like that one meme. Like yes, honey. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh boy. Um, like you're telling on yourself and I, I don't want to be the person to tell you that this is not appropriate behavior for any woman to have to deal with. Yikes. And like, literally, I mean, her reaction was definitely like angry and for sure. I think there are different ways to go about doing it, but I also think she was provoked Mm -hmm. and put in a situation where she was cornered and like, not everyone has had like the resources and tools to learn how to de-escalate a situation Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that without being trampled over or hurt Mm -hmm. so like you know fuck this man he doesn't even fuck this man whatever i um it was nice to see though that like a, a majority of the people that i do follow on like twitter and instagram or whatever that are from bachelor nation were really supportive of her saying that like literally like someone check on his daughter like is she okay Because he is not, like, treating women well <laughs> at all. Um, um, so, like, after they have this confrontation, um, she gets up to leave. Like, she, like her version of de-escalating is just, like, you can leave. We don't have to speak anymore. And then she walks off, and he's literally chasing her, screaming at her from a distance. Like, probably they're, like, 15 mm-hmm. to 20 feet apart. Like, good job at, like, COVID guidelines, but fuck you for yelling at people. (laughs) And he's just yelling, like, believe, believe this, like, you're not fit to be the mother of my child or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he talks about her age again. And I'm just like, just, just say that you hate women and go. Like, this is, like, really upsetting. Um, 
I hope that he goes to hell, and I hope that we're not in the same part, because I'm a bad person for different reasons. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, after this, Claire is, like, very obviously emotional. Uh, Dale and the rest of the men, who I've just... The rest of the men is just a TM, because there's nobody else. I, we don't need to talk about their names any longer. Ever again. Um, <laughs> they, like, try to comfort her. Um, and then she reminds us sort of in her ITM that she's, like, still single because she didn't settle for men like that. Also, TM, TM, TM. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while talking to Dale, um, she was saying that... Uh, Yosef said something about, like, the men being there just to, like, appease her. And then I just want to brag because I told a really bad joke last night that bombed and then it ended up working out. (laughs) So I was, he, like, laughs and I was like, oh, no, Dale is there to please her, not to appease her. And then everyone was just, like, it was, like, crickets in the room. And even Andrew was like, oh, my God, divorce and we're not even married. (laughs) So... (laughs) Dale, not even three seconds later, was like, that's the furthest from the truth. I'm here to please you. And then I screamed <laughs> so loud, <laughs> getting evicted. I can't even stress to y'all, like, how much, like, Danica literally did. Like, she says, oh, I feel like they're just here to appease me. And Danica's like, no, I'm here to please you. And then Dale says it, and we all just, like, lost it. Yeah. <laughs> It, like, the, the three seconds before he, like, repeated that comment were the longest three seconds of my life. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to kill myself before the election. I cannot believe I said that. <laughs> and then Dale says it, and we're like, yes, we stand a king. Yeah. We stand. He's so funny. But when I say it, it's just like, go flush yourself down the mm-hmm. toilet clown. <laughs> Get out of my space. You're off the podcast. That's <laughs> uh, fair. That's fair. <laughs> I've said yeah. worse, to be fair. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and then and then basically Claire just like word vomits a bunch in her ITMs about how like Dale's like the best man ever. All she's ever wanted was a man who could come to her and like make her feel okay when men like that are talking to her. Just gushes. I'll tell you what, like this whole season's a mess, and we all know they're gonna come together and all these different things and. You can have arguments about how much of it's produced, how much of it was known ahead of time. Did she know him? But Homegirl really likes him. Like, you can see it in her eyes. Yeah. It's very evident that she is, like, fully (laughs) sprung on this man. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, it's a production. Like, shit's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. They've cheated at this show ever since social media became a Mm -hmm. thing, like... It doesn't really matter. Like, isn't the whole point that they find someone that they actually like? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. why are people, like, so... Cons- I don't know. I I guess we do it, too. But it's just, like, what does it matter if they talked before? Uh-huh. Like, it's, like, people saying that this shit isn't fair and she's not giving them a fair shot. Well, I'm like, no. Like, when you know, you know. And this whole show's kind of fucked up for making people pretend to like other people for way longer than uh-huh. they know is feasible. Uh-huh. Like, she found it. Leave them alone. I mean... Let them fuck. Let them fuck, y'all. Like, that's all we're here for. I mean, yeah, I... I I just... It's... Bachelor Nation has become a beast, you know? There's what we see on TV. There's what we see online. There's what we think about online. I think about this often because, like, 
Claire liked a series of tweets this weekend that basically runs with the narrative that the production didn't like her from early on and were trying to get Tasha on very early. And the thing is, some of that's rooted in truth. Like, they had Tasha locked and loaded at La Quinta, like, ready to go. They've, they've bragged about not having any downtime in between switching leads. And they, and there's this, like, narrative that Robert Mills, one of the fucking producers of the show, wants to, like, let us know, like, after she gave, spoiler, you know, ahead of time, after she gives no rose at the group date, like, that's when we knew we needed to get somebody in here to replace her. No, you guys knew earlier than that. Now, you can say whether they knew a long time ago or if they knew just very quickly into filming, that we do not know. But, you know... Anyway. The timeline doesn't make sense with the narrative exactly. they're trying to spin. Yes, ultimately. And it just... They, they're giving her a messy edit. I'm not saying... We'll talk about this later. She's made some choices. She is saying some things. She is doing some things. But they're also editing her in an unfavorable way to make her look a little nastier than she really is. And not even... They're just producing it that way. Like, they're just making it hard for her. And... um. That's unfortunate, but mm. what are you gonna do? Mm. Mm. What are you gonna do? I have some. Things. Yes, I know. Let's get, okay, let's go to it. Um, um, uh, one thing I was gonna say though before we move on is that I feel like they might have the 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 thing about them saying that they didn't have a replacement bachelorette mm-hmm. in in mind from the beginning seems false because I feel like. They have, like, a ranked option to where, like, if this were happening during non-COVID times, they would be able to, like, rush somebody in and just, like, cut the footage however they needed uh-huh. to. Like, they w- they have other options uh-huh. all the time. It's not like it's only just, like, one person and then, like, if something like this happens, they're like, fuck, who do we mm-hmm. get? Like, it was probably Claire was choice number one and Tasha was choice number two mm-hmm. and... Because COVID happened, they were like, well, in case we need you, will you quarantine? Oh, yeah. No, I can see that. Because, like, what else are they going to do? And I don't even feel like that would be a bad thing no. to admit. Like, because we do this all the time anyway. No, that's very fair. But we're just living during COVID. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, it would make sense for us to have a backup because we always have a backup during normal times anyway. I like that. Yeah. No, I I, I see no flaws in your... <laughs> you know what? I've never done anything wrong and I'm... <laughs> always correct <laughs> i have never said anything stupid in my life this is true it's, I, <laughs> no i really like that no i yeah yeah like it but the fact that they're going with this other story is just like oh taisha is just you know she was just acting a certain way and then we had to like give her this like ultimatum or whatever it's just like well nobody would be doing anything wrong if you just were like oh times are weird like we had to figure out mm-hmm an alternate way to do what we do uh-huh. they're doing it with everything else like why not just like uh-huh. or even if that's not how they did it why not just lie <laughs> in a more believable way <laughs> yes please please let me lie for you i am ready <laughs> i've been waiting for this moment please. oh my god I am, such, I am such a good fucking liar i am an aquarius scorpio taurus oh like I am fully ready to lie at all times. Um, okay, okay, so it's she has she comes back and is basically like no rose ceremony. 
clowns. I don't care about any of you. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and get to the rose ceremony and I'm going to like literally murder half of you. Um, and I get it yeah. though. Like she's like, this woman is like nearing 40. Like I, I'm too old to want to talk to 20 men also i'd be like no actually it's done i talked to one and he was exhausting and then i talked to the guy that i like so i'm done for tonight thank you oh my God. so yeah this week we lose other blake uh, tm and god bless his soul we never gave a shit about him um good or bad uh we also say goodbye to garen <laughs> which is really sad and devastating for us because <laughs> Yeah. I hope I see you on BIP. And then um, another man who looks like, honestly, God, Skeleton. <laughs> skeleton. skeleton. Skeletor is what I was going to say. <laughs> skeleton. Uh, skeleton is great. That's what we should be for Halloween, just riding bikes um, in a skeleton costume. Um, I guess his name was Tyler, but I do not care. Um, <laughs> and then, so Claire talks... The next day happens, and Claire gets a knock on the door, and it's Deanna Papa's from a million years ago. Um, she looks great, and she's here. <laughs> That's basically what we have to say about her. No, like even I was like, this is before my mm-hmm. time. I'm, a, I'm a younger millennial. It's, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, this. no one really cares. But she talks to Claire about like knowing you know when you know and Claire like almost cries just thinking about Dale and then she pulls out a pair pair of his used ripped pants and then they proceed to smell it back and forth and like here's the thing Yosef starts screaming (laughs) from beneath the earth (laughs) he's just like objectification rude I love it I would also smell the pants um (laughs) I would, I would, I would. Would you smell the pants with other people? Yes. Yeah, I would. That feels like a that feels like a violation of <laughs> some boundary. But <laughs> oh boy, unless it smelled like something funny, I feel like if it smelled like haha funny, I would share it. But <laughs> if it was just like a I am turned on by this smell. Deanna Pappas, do you want to smell this with me? I would be like, uh, maybe other people aren't like me in this regard. <laughs> but, like, while they're smelling pants, um, because, oh my god, smelling pants, I need to make, yeah. Um, well, this is absolutely going to be the soundbite yeah. that you post tomorrow, and it's making me very angry. <laughs> <laughs> while they're smelling this man's pants, um, a bunch of men are waiting to go on a group date. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they spend so long smelling the fucking pants that she cancels the date by, like, four hours. She's, like, whiffing those jeans so hard that she forgets that she's even supposed to go on a date with the man whose jeans she's smelling. Before I forget, Jesus before Christ. I forget, Dale at the at the night portion, because basically she's like, um, sup y'all. Uh, she, by the way, she did not say sorry at all, which is very beautiful. She just like comes in, she's like, yeah, that's scrapped. We're just gonna have a really long like nighttime portion. Dale shows up to that nighttime nighttime portion wearing drawstring khaki chinos. Look at look at the tapes. Go back and look. They are drawstring, and I am upset. I love this man, and I would marry him, but also, he needs to be punished for that crime. Anyway, 
But doesn't... Okay, I haven't seen the footage again mm-hmm. since yesterday, but wouldn't that make it easier for him to, like, slip his dick out? <laughs> if their drawstring, isn't that easier than a button? That's true. That's probably why Claire's shorts were very wrinkled when they were dry humping. Yes. Yes. I didn't put that in my notes because I knew it was going to come up organically, mm-hmm. but those shorts had seen some stuff. <laughs> a penis, if you will. A beautiful penis. Oh my god. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, there's a group date. I don't know if we've even <laughs> introduced this at all. Um, there's like a million guys in Dale. Claire strolls in at sunset four hours late, just as one does, and is like, um... Yeah, we're just going to do, like, the long cocktail party, like Jenna said earlier. Um, And then she's like, what really matters to me is quality time, which is why I'm cutting it way shorter for all of you, (laughs) except for one person. (laughs) Um, Sorry to make you guys wait. (laughs) And then uh, the men's faces, as she's saying this, are truly just golden. Everyone is just dejected. Um. And then Dale does this really peculiar thing where he's just like, hey, guys, like, I really want to talk to Claire first. I don't even truly remember, like, why he made this, like, plea. He says it a little bit later, but I don't know why they would allow him to do this. Like, (laughs) these men are stupid. Stupid as fuck. (laughs) Dale goes off with her first. They basically do everything Except for fuck, which I don't know. That might not even be true. That I could, you know, reality Steve, where are you? Drawstring. I want to know if they Chinos, I mean. (laughs) But they do go and make out forever. And she comes out looking disheveled. And she was in there for like 45 minutes to an hour with the guy. Um, And Easy goes in to try to find them. And they're just doing that awkward, like, oh, we lost track of time. Like, shut up. Y'all were fucking, it's, I mean, it's whatever, it happened. Um, So she spends a little bit of time with Easy, and then off screen to the producers, Claire is like, could we um, kind of hurry the rest along? And she's doing that, like, dismissive motion, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so good. And so I think this is where it makes sense to start talking a little bit about Uh the Claire's just getting a bad edit Uh thing. Uh Because I I get it, but I also, I, I don't know that I agree with it, because, like, I think with with the leads, generally speaking, like, they probably all say shit like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't it, like, reported that, like, Rachel had, like, a hand gesture when she was, like, done talking with the guys, mm-hmm. like, that she, or, like, when she wanted to, like, move mm-hmm. on, so that they couldn't record her saying these things. Like, all they would get is, like, some sort of gesture, and they couldn't, like, prove it. I love that. Um, yeah, she's fucking smart. I love a lawyer. I love smart bitches. Yes. Oh my god, they're so good. Uh, Claire is a stupid uh-huh. bitch, unfortunately. Uh-huh. So she's saying all of this stuff on camera. And I don't think she's wrong to say any of that. Like, clearly, she's interested in one person. And, like, I think that... I mean, it, it's hard to say until we get, like, the full end of her, like, chapter of this... But, like, I think typically the leads will get an edit that is favorable to them because there's a reason they were chosen. They don't want to make the lead look bad unless they end up being Juan Pablo. Uh, right? Or, or Pilot Pete. I think P- 
Pete honestly got a fine edit though. Like Claire's is a little different, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I get a lot of, there's a lot of messages today or um comments on Twitter and stuff like, Man, we thought Pilot Pete was bad, and now Claire's here. And I'm like, excuse you? What's wrong with you? No, sir. This Pilot Pete made us physically ill for an entire month. Um yeah. go back to the podcast. We were very sick. But uh <laughs> We had COVID was, because he wouldn't stop flying planes. The worst. Um, no, I I think my like come to Jesus moment when you were saying all of that like very real stuff was that yeah like they're showing the thing is they're choosing to show us more than we've seen with other leads who definitely say this shit like no joke definitely say it to their production crew like oh can we move along can we do this. And, and they, they, in case, and my roommate, Kat, actually, my best friend, she gave a really great synopsis. The whole moment when Claire sits down with Chris Harrison and he's having that conversation with her and he, he's the one who goes, well, seems you could, like you might have already found the guy, right? And then she like cries and nods yes. And all of that was interesting because typically we know that in this ITM moments, if the producer is asking them a question and then the lead's supposed to repeat or anyone is actually supposed to parrot back the question or, you know, in a, a statement. Yes, I think I have, I have found the person, you know, and Claire didn't do that because they made it look like a natural conversation by putting Chris Harrison in that seat. So they're intentionally, they know what they're doing. They know she's interested in this man and they're definitely showing these scenes that are already probably happening in other seasons. So to me, I think if you are really clowning on Claire, you can clown on Claire for like Claren for like a lot of reasons, and we we do here in this podcast. But ultimately, if you think her season is bad, it's because you don't really want to see somebody fall in love. Like, why are you worried about this man? I don't give a shit about Chasen. I don't give a shit about him. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen to a lot and a lot of these men. But like, I don't give a fuck to a lot to of a lot these of them. Men. I I don't I don't give a fuck. I don't care that their time is being wasted. Fucking waste his time 2020. I don't give a shit. Like, I want to watch somebody fall in love. And I want to see some drama. Mm -hmm. It's fun. But, like, so I think you could be disappointed, but not angry, you know? Yeah. And I think, again, I don't know how many more times I have to advocate for this, but, like, two things can be Uh true. Like, Mm -hmm. She can Mm -hmm. be getting a bad edit, and she can also be behaving badly. Uh Like, Uh she... Uh I feel like she's getting a bad edit because that's the only... Like, they have to tell a story, and it's the producer's job to get across a story that will make people watch. Uh So, like, the story is Claire falls in love with Dale so early that there is not really anything they can do on their end to make anything else progress forward in any way, shape, or form. So, like, I think the problem I'm having with a lot of commenters is them being like, oh, the producers are manipulative. And it's like, well, yeah, they have a job. Uh Capitalism sucks. (laughs) And we're all giving advertiser dollars Uh so that we can watch this bullshit unfold. (laughs) And so, like, I I just... um, Yeah. Yeah, so they have to tell this, like, story that's like, oh, all the men are upset because... Claire is only focused on this one guy, but I also think it's true that Claire was only focused on one guy and it made all the men upset. What else are they going to do with her storyline? Like, she's getting a bad edit, but she also behaved badly. (laughs) And if this... Or in a... Not badly, in a way that we haven't seen a Bachelorette. Thank you. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, yeah. exactly. It's different from what we've seen before. And people are going to be thrown off by that and they're going to say it's bad. But I'm like, is it bad if the outcome is two things? Claire and Dale are together. And the second thing is we get Tasha. Like, why yeah. are we actually bad at it? I'm not mad. I just, I'm, I'm c- critical of certain things, but I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that we get to see two sets of pristine titties this season. Are you kidding? Thank God. Two? Two sets. Two sets. We usually only get one. <sighs> okay, we have to we have to keep going. Let's get to um, um I can't. I actually need to spend some more time on the boobs. Okay. Thing. I have several <laughs> notes about it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Should we just get to fart box? Um Uh well, I, I think we should just say briefly. Oh, yeah. At a certain point in the night, Dale enters the room again oh, after right. after already spending forty minutes with her. Everyone's mad. Um, he's just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know anyone was in here, but he's going into her room. Mm-hmm. So like, what was he going to do in there? Steal his pants back so he can smell them? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, if so, more power to you. I often smell my own underwear and I get scared. <laughs> um, and, but then Claire, instead of like sending him away is like, oh no, you can stay. And I know that she only spent four minutes with that atrocity of a man who was in there i don't even know who it was yeah was it, i don't know small face yeah, or small, something yeah small face um yeah see that's another example so, she asked for him to stay so yeah she like totally let him stay they're in there for a while and then um jason who hasn't had any time with her goes and interrupts their time and she like she's like oh yeah we can spend some time together they hug she's like looking at dale exit the door and dale is like literally trying to hide his dick do you remember i have a i have a gif that i will send to you it is so fucking funny he's he's like exiting the door with his like butt facing the camera and he's just like scooting sideways (laughs) opens the door and then like closes it he's like absolutely hiding a boner it's incredible material oh i do need that gif i need it for it it was perfect science reasons perfect 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 (laughs) yeah for scientific reasons you know us the scientists um wink wink and then so basically it's just the the, yeah masturbating is science everyone hello (laughs) believe science So Dale gets the group date, obviously. Nobody's surprised that the ITMs with the guys are, they're all just like, you know what? This kind of fucking sucks. It feels like I'm wasting my time. feels like I was cast for no reason. Those are real feelings. Totally allowed. But this is just going towards the narrative that we all know the outcome of anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but they, they're sort of talking to, to Dale about it afterwards. And he claims... That he was the best equipped to help after Joseph's departure and um, unhinged ugly Billy Eichner, who has never been to therapy, is angry, saying, like, yeah, right, none of the guys were fucking there for her. It's all good. Fuck you. Whatever. Oh, my God. I would would like to say, though, that Dale had previously talked to her about his mom or sisters Mm -hmm. being victims of verbal abuse so like maybe he was thinking about that like maybe he did feel like he was equipped to talk to her about it and 
but I feel like maybe that could have been a thing that he brought up to the men before, or maybe it was said before and he had to repeat it later and it just didn't get shown. I mean, they were, they, Hard to they say. just are mad at him regardless. I don't think anything he could have said would help situation. Yeah. Because he tried to say, like, he didn't know that they were in the room, like, and I, I, I fully think the production told him to go into that room. Because when he walks in mm-hmm. and he sees them, he says, oh, shit. And to me, that's an oh, yeah. shit of somebody who is acknowledging the producers just played him. He's just like, oh, shit. Okay, that's what's happening. Oh, yeah, because I, I assumed they were in... No, they were in a different room. Claire's no, room. was a different room. So that's my mistake. I, I redact my earlier statement. I thought he was going back into the room where she was meeting with all the men. Yeah. And I was just like, of course, Dale, you're full of shit. <laughs> you don't know where the room is. like, Or you're wasted, which is fine, too, because I would make that mistake as same. well. Hard same. But, yeah, I think... Anyway, fuck you, Billy Eichner. Um, <laughs> the, the fake the one. Fake, the fake, ugly one. The fake, one. ugly, calm one. <laughs> uh you're wrong as always um so that do do you want to talk about what happens next yeah i really don't want to give this guy much too much time because really his date was pointless um you wrote a bunch of amazing notes but i think what we really need to talk about was zach fart mr fart fox man is the kiss you know yeah yes um, they were already having a pretty bland date, and, like, Claire, I mean, again, she's picking Dale, so none of this really matters, right? But she's probably gonna mm-hmm. let this man go anyway, because just, like, there's no, you know, you know how they always have that in the seasons. Like, there's a date with a really nice guy, and it's not gonna go anywhere, and she, the person usually lets them go home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in this pool, they're awkward, the dog there, the poor, Claire's poor dog, I, bless this dog. Um, it's just standing there, like... That That has to be an emotional support animal. <laughs> please, I mean, please, <laughs> Lord. Lord. And he, they're sitting there talking, and she comes in to lean in and give him a kiss. She goes right about to his lips, stops, wants him to come to her. He doesn't come to her, he just stays there. Yeah, classic 90-10, <laughs> like how all relationships should be. <laughs> and he stays there, and then she goes, oh, Okay pulls away he comes towards her says wait no 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 wait why were you kissing me i wanna no 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 but she's already kind of like at this point it's still a little playful like she's just like "Mm, no let's just go let's just go to dinner let's just like whatever he grabs her across her chest to the back of her neck and holds on to her and then, then he, like, she kind of tries to move her out of that. He grabs her stomach a little bit, which is also weird. Mm-hmm. She gets out of the pool. The entire time, she's giving both verbal and physical cues that she does not want to be touched by this man. Um, yeah. She's like, no, 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 let's go over here. Let's go over here. Let's get ready for dinner. Let's go. Let's come over here. And then as they're walking closer to the, like, you know, suite that they, she stays in, he stops her, pulls her around, does another, I mean, it's like the exact cross the chest behind her neck grab and she gets out of it and it's like no 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 because he's like no no I want to kiss you and she's like no this is not what's happening and then we see Claire we see this man walk back to the room in shame in some weird ass flip flop um slippers which was <laughs> he has ikea slippers it's, it's, which is hilarious because andrew also has them and i think i convinced him to throw them away <laughs> please um he and he's all like what's going on i mean mind you it's like 120 degrees and this man is in a terry cloth robe and he's probably losing his shit 
And Claire proceeds to have a private moment in her suite where she talks about how that really triggered her. And she was in a physically abusive relationship before. This really triggered her. And mind you, she did not at all in any of the things we saw on camera say blatantly, that man's a abuser. He needs to be, you know, she doesn't. She doesn't... No, it was very passive. It was very passive. She's just like, I don't feel comfortable. That triggered me. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, and then, you know, she they have a scene of her, like, sliding down to the ground, crying with her dog. That really hit home for me in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think it says a lot... Not to interrupt no, it's you. Fine. Um, but um, I think it says a lot about really what consent looks like yes. and how, like... He, I don't think that he was being very creepy, and he could have been extremely confused. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I want to clarify. I don't think he was being creepy. I it it, it will come to fruition mm-hmm. at the end of the comment. Mm-hmm. Like if I were perceiving his behavior, I don't know that I would have reacted the same way. But it's her. This is her life experience, and it's her story, and it's her. You know, like she's gonna react to every situation in whichever way makes sense for her. Mm-hmm. Um. So while I didn't perceive it as creepy, I also know, like, nobody is required to kiss me even if they, like, lean in toward it. Like, if they have a weird feeling about it and, like, decide not to, it's not my job to, like, reach up to them and, like, no, 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 I want this now. Like, why won't you do it now? Like, it's just, it violates all forms of consent uh-huh. um, to go from you know, never having kissed somebody to then grabbing them multiple times while they're just like, haha, no, like, let's go do this instead. Like, that's not enthusiastic consent, regardless of how you look at it. So like, while I might empathize that he may be confused about the situation, Uh there's lots of confusing things that happen in life where you don't grab people Uh and like, expect something of them that they're not ready to give to you at that Uh time. You really have to listen to forensic consent or whatever. There's that classic, like, video that goes out there about, like, you don't give tea to somebody who's unconscious. You don't give tea to somebody who says, I don't want tea. All these different things. And, like, the the video goes on to say, like, the person might have said they wanted tea when they were planning to come to your house. But when they're at your house and they say they don't want tea, they don't want tea anymore. Like, it doesn't matter if they Mm -hmm. came to your house to have tea if they've said they don't want it anymore, you don't get to force the tea on them. And yes, again, confusing. And also not fucking Fartbox's fault to blame in the big scheme of things. It's called mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. Look it up. And yeah. I'm not saying Zach J should even be like fully roasted on the internet forever and ever and ever. Like he made a mistake. It's... <sighs> But it, you know, it's a great, I I mean, honestly, while it was triggering for me in some ways, I also am glad that they showed it because like, hopefully people can learn about consent more. Yeah. I also wanted to say like, too, it was like an example of just like a really diametrically opposed like power dynamic. Like that man is like Chad huge. Mm -hmm. Like that man eats ham for fun. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it was... Um, I take offense to that. I do too. No, so do I. But like, he has a ham body. <laughs> There's the two genders are our ham body and his <laughs> ham body. <laughs> his ham body is frightening to my ham body. Yes. Like if somebody were, I mean, like I, I am 
assuming the best of him, and I assume he is a very nice guy who was really confused and was trying to clear up a situation that was confusing to him and show that he was interested because he's tried he tried doing that in the last episode too. Wasn't he the guy that got rejected? Like he like went up to her first. Oh yes. <laughs> And she rejected yeah. him. Yeah, oh lord. So, like, I think he's, like, trying to yes. be the things that she says she, she yes, wants. Yes. And he doesn't know her very yeah. well. And that's a, it's really unfortunate that this kind of communi- miscommunication happened. Right. Um, Unfortunately, what he did triggered something in her. And... That's it. Like, I don't, I'm not saying he's a shitty person. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, like, if a man that looked like that did that to me... Um, I, I have called the police once in my life. I would call them five times. <laughs> like, he's huge. Yeah. He, she doesn't know him very well. He could be incredibly, like, intimidating to her, especially if she's already triggered. And, like, Claire has proven herself to be a strong woman in ways that both annoy me and inspire me. But, like, she backed off and was completely timid in a situation where it was just, like, like, it, it, it's almost, I don't want to, like, psychoanalyze well, anything, because I don't know. But, like, she, like, reverted back to a situation where she was just like, no, 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 let's just do this. Let's do this. Instead of being, like, she was in a Yosef situation where it's like, fuck you. I don't have to, like, deal with this with you. Do you know what I no, mean? No, no, I think, I think like, that's exactly why I feel as strongly as I do about the situation. Like, oh, I feel like we haven't gotten this deep in a while. Like, last season we were into this, but, like, trauma alert, <laughs> you know, like, for me, I've been I've been assaulted um, a handful of times. I've been I've, yeah, I've been like a, a major assault I can you know really hang my hat on, <laughs> um, and then I've been violated by men more times than I really want to count. And mm-hmm. I have a very real problem that I talk to my therapist about all the time about my ability to stand my ground and say no when I feel uncomfortable. And so to me, her sounds and her, ah, <laughs> um, was like, I mean, just obscenely mm-hmm. triggering to me. I, I'm okay. But you know, it just was like, yeah, like I've had sex with men who I did not want to have sex with who were not bad men. Ultimately, you know, like I, I wouldn't even say that they, I would, I wouldn't call them a rapist per se, you know, but like, the the cor- the coercion and like my inability to stand up for myself in those times is based off of my history and i'm not i i don't even know why i'm saying this it's just like it's not it's not i'm not mad at myself i'm not mad at claire i'm not mad at anyone who just has those kind of reactions and i think that's why it gets me really riled up when i see people being like oh she was being too passive she was being too whatever and she started this whole thing and it's like Y'all, <laughs> it, it's it hard to say those... no sometimes. It's hard to say no when you don't want to say, when you want to say no, it's hard to say no because you're afraid. This man is huge. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, they're in an environment where there's a, an amount of safety yes, that yes, she's being yes, given. Yes. But she was also, like, taken back to a point where she was legitimately like, this isn't for me right now. And that should be fine, too. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter, mm-hmm. like, whether she has, like, a reason for it or not. Like, look at that. Maybe she saw his eyebrows for the first time and was like, ew, no, I don't want to fucking kiss that. I Like, I'm just now seeing them with a microscope. I don't know. Like, 
Like, not to belittle, like, anything anyone's gone through. No, it's amazing. It's, like, Like, it it should be fine to say no Mm -hmm. for any reason. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear that she was extremely uncomfortable. And it, like, I think I feel for him in a certain way. Because, like, yeah, I'm sure that's really confusing to get sent home without an explanation. And then to have this edit. And I'm sure he's going to get vilified for it for a long time. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. like, I think he can take, I think he, I, I hope he can use this as a learning experience mm-hmm. and that other men can use it as a learning experience too. And that it doesn't end up being like, oh, Claire, this is like this oversensitive liberal bitch that like can't even have a conversation with a guy because she's so snowflake triggered. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like sometimes you just are in a situation and you are literally triggered by something and it sets you back in ways that you can't really explain or describe. And I hope that he handles it well, and I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. (laughs) Because he has male ham body. (laughs) Instead of depressed ham body. (laughs) Ham, it does a body good. Um, uh, I love it so much. Or bad. Or bad. <laughs> Either two, the two genders, yes. <laughs> Just kidding. All bodies are good bodies, and all hand bodies are good hand <laughs> bodies. <laughs> oh my god. Also, she was in a pool. <laughs> I, okay, like, I have, I actually have a thing. Like, one time I was, like, seeing this guy in Boise. This is, like, my own trauma story. Mm-hmm. I was seeing this guy in Boise, who I had ghosted before. Like, I know that I did wrong. I don't think ghosting is good unless there's a good reason to do it. I was a coward and I was not aware at the time of how to talk about my feelings and just be like, hey, I'm not really interested in this at this time. I, it was an unkind thing to do. A couple of years later, we like reconnected. We saw each other at a show. We were like, oh, we should hang out again. Uh, nothing had happened, but he and I went like swimming at like, there was like this like horrible place in Boise um, called, like, Clock Tower Pond, I think, or something. It's, like, a man-made pond outside of an apartment complex that is warm. No. It's, like, it's, like, a lake, but warm. I hate it. It's disgusting. I, it's one of those places where people do, like, the, like, paddle boarding where they stand up on the thing and do it with their dogs, and I'm, like, there's not even any waves here. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) We just came here to get drunk on the green belt and, like, <laughs> pass out. Um, this guy, though, kept... Uh, we were, like, swimming. And I'm not a really strong swimmer. But he kept dunking me under the water. And I was like, you have to stop. Like, oh. I, like I, I don't like this. And he kept doing it because he thought it was funny. And I, like, eventually got out of the water and was just, like, trying to, like, not cry about it. And then later... He was, like, so wasted at, like, 3 o'clock that night. He wouldn't leave the house that I was staying at. And he kept just being, like, why did you ghost me two years ago? It's just, like, aggressive behavior. Like, Mm. it's, like, escalating aggressive behavior, you know? Like, to where, like, if somebody grabs you by the neck, that's enough. Yeah. Like, if somebody, after you don't kiss them, grabs you by the neck, that's enough. That's enough. Like, evidence that you don't need to engage with this person anymore. They, They can show their colors. Oof. God, I'm really upset. Gross, yeah. disgusting. Oof. Oh, this is just a man bashing podcast. I'll come with like twelve <laughs> stories next week. Don't even I think about that's it. what the people come here for. <laughs> Hear about all my exes. Like and subscribe. <laughs> um, 
So Chris Harrison shows up to the night portion of the date after Claire has had a couple hours to, like, calm down with the dogs. Um, Zach, sorry, Fartbox. This is yeah, Fartbox, yeah, right? Fartbox. Fartbox shows up fully dressed, <laughs> and Claire is just like, I am here to waste your time. But through Chris Harrison. Um, Chris Harrison sends Zach home. Uh, rest in peace, Fartbox. Mm-hmm. We barely knew thee. We barely He had so much potential. I really, aside from the eyebrows, I was really rooting for him. I think I have to pee. Okay. Can I be right back? Yep. Whoopsies. Yes, bitch. Don't wash your hands, bitch. Um, I didn't wash my hands. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> I literally my new like thing is just like, yes, bitch, you funny bitch. Don't wash your hands, bitch. <laughs> Speak spread COVID, bitch. <laughs> ah, ah. I'm licking my hands right now, y'all. Um I'm keeping all of this into the podcast. Um speaking of funny bitches. Yeah, we get to the get second to... group date. <laughs> we love it. Um, so Joe, Harvard, Brendan, Kenny, Ben, Jordan, Ivan, Zaxi, and Demar get to participate in a roast mm-hmm. featuring Margaret Cho, oh. which pisses me off because once again, Bachelor Nation does the thing where gay ladies get to be mad. I am still angry about the date where somebody got to dance to the cranberries. And then she died <laughs> after, like, d- seconds after she died. It's so sad. It's so fucking sad. And uh, I'm sorry to Margaret Cho, who had to hang out with anybody that's in this cast. Mm-hmm. They're insufferable. It, it, uh, uh, poor her. I love Margaret. I've seen her before live. She's great. Um, mm-hmm. And she was not done any justice during this date. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, so we're having a good old fashioned roast. Um, oh boy. Oh boy. Did, did any of us think this was going to go well? Like, I haven't heard a sentence from any of these men and I don't even know. Also, like Andrew was trying to say like, you guys should do a roast of the men during the podcast. And I was like, what do you think we do every fucking week? Clown. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot asshole. What what the hell? I love my boyfriend, by the way. He he's great. That that was just the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Um 
Um, oh, by the way, since I'm doing it, as I said last week, these men are funny. Claire level funny. Funny fucking bitches. Yes, comedy queens. We stand these fucking comedy bitches. So fucking funny. I don't remember a single joke from last night. You guys are fucking terrible. I will die on this hill. Like so fucking funny, Claire. Claire's little roast that we get to see after the after credits. I was just like, these were clearly written by Margaret Cho, and mm-hmm. first of all, and second of all, it's just like, I mean, basically the theme of any of the jokes were like, uh, fuck Dale, fuck Claire for liking Dale, and then Claire's jokes towards the men were like, fuck y'all because you aren't Dale. Like that was it. That was the theme. <laughs> Like, there was no variance of that. Like, she she mm-hmm. dogs on my man, Joe, by saying um, it, he made her fall asleep or something. I was like, you, fuck you. Um, <laughs> she does give a good dig on the Brendan guy because she's like, wait, I didn't realize I still have you here. Who are you? Which is, that was the one funny moment. But again, not written by Claire. Definitely written by Margaret Cho. But, like, like... Of course. And also, who is he? Yeah, who like, is I, he? When you said it, I was just like... Hmm. Yeah? And then she's like, oh, wait, are you Brandon? Oh, wait, no, that's the man I sent home last week. I'm like, oh, you funny bitch! Oh, you funny bitch! <laughs> oh. You fucking funny bitch! Oh, my God, what a jokester. <laughs> She's so funny! Give me some more, Jester. Come on. Oh, my God. Tell me about all these men and how much you don't like them. You're so funny. Oh, my God. Like, literally all of her jokes were like, I love Dale. Here's how much I don't remember any of you. Amazing. Amazing content. <laughs> I would watch an hour of it. In fact, I watched two hours of it last night and every week. <laughs> Fucking funny, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally tell me how this day was any different than the last week. Exactly. No. It- exactly i i mean it was funny and no it was the same Mm -hmm. i didn't laugh and (laughs) i was highly uncomfortable with the fact that dale wasn't on this date but somehow he was the whole date (laughs) stupid (laughs) stupid bitch (laughs) what the hell oh man i've had a little bit of wine i love it no it's great anyway fucking harvard goes hard in the paint for um dale and okay i have to confess something danica no you're gonna say something about how he's hot and i'm gonna throw you to the 40 year olds yeah no stop no (laughs) mute yourself Save yourself from the embarrassment because you know that I'm right every single time. It's 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 JPJ all over again. Last season, this is this is a classic Blake JPJ. Everything. Classic. Oh yeah, Tyler. All of them. I'm always like, ew, gross, bleh, and then I go, oh, maybe. No, the thing maybe? is, like, um, you made me break my hand on my desk. Okay, the thing is. <laughs> We can have a really nuanced conversation about how people get edited, and you're like, yeah, I totally get that. And then when it comes to the guys, you're like, what about the ugly guy, though? What about the ugly guy who got a good edit because he went to Harvard? What about the guy that looks like Clark Kent and went to Harvard that all the 40-year-olds are up in the up in my mentions about? And then you, like, get, like, a soft spot for them, and I'm like, no, Jenna, 
this is a liberal thing. <laughs> come back to the socialists. Come on. Come on, honey. It's just that... No, no, it's no, just no, like no. The, the quarantine's been going on so long and I'm so horny and his jawline is so like cut and I just want to like ride the jawline a little bit, you know? That makes me that makes me scared that you are all of a sudden attracted to Jared Haben oh. and because he has several bones that you could ride all over and none of them are the boner. <laughs> I hate you for saying that and I hate you for thinking that poorly of me. Wow, what have I become? Ma'am, <laughs> ma- I, l- uh, this is, talk to your therapist. Yeah, I need to. I, no. I can't be it. This is therapy <laughs> for me. Um, <laughs> God, they really hate me in group therapy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this after so, chat. I want to know why. <laughs> basically, um, yeah, they all roast on um, Dale, which <laughs> she wasn't even part of the date, which is pretty funny. Um, and then she proceeds to ask every single man what their problem is with him. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, so, yeah, the guys who were on the first group date leave, she's talking to all the rest of them individually and won't shut the... F- so she's like, do you really have a problem with him? Like, what is your problem with him? You were really going hard on him. Like, Why? And, oh my god, I can't even, like, clown. She, I can't figure her out at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see here. Kenny says, it literally feels like right now she's only interested in Dale and this whole house to the point where I feel like I'm wasting my time being here. And as it turns out, Kenny is fucking right. <laughs> Um, so they go to the rose ceremony, um, where Claire says, um, I actually did not get what I needed with you guys. Uh, so this rose, I won't be able to give it out tonight. And then she's in her ITM just like, this rose is for me. Shut up, bitch. You fucking funny, bitch. (laughs) She thought she was so funny right then, too. She was like, oh, look at me. I'm so funny. Oh my god, she's white womaning so hard. Oh, Claren. Jesus. <laughs> we really have to start calling her that more. Um, yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's so great. So, yeah, so the ca- she leaves, she kind of like leaves or whatever, and the camera follows as Claire um, uh, talks shit to a producer about the guys that she's <laughs> she, that she just fucking owned. Because she's so funny. She's so fucking funny. And she says, I really don't think that I can sit there and go, um, like, you dished on my fiancé so hard. Like, I can't be doing that. It doesn't feel right. And so here's a contention for sure. Everyone's like, did she just say my fiancé? And I don't think she said it. Because we didn't see her lips say it. Okay, who who said it? She said the word fiancé at a different point in this fucking season, and they clipped that word together to add it to that. Like, it's been said. Like, they do it. They freaking bite all the time. I disagree. Okay. But the thing is, she also could have said it. Here's the thing. <laughs> she also could have definitely I think, said like, it. Literally, like... Again, like, I will defend Claire about certain things. I'm not going to defend her doing this Dale bullshit. Uh Like, Uh if I'm going to believe anything that she's doing, it's not going to be her faking her whatever with Dale. Like, I think, once again, 
It could have been a thing that she's been saying that was supposed, she thought was hidden or going to be private if she were doing a full season, Mm -hmm. as you have to do if you're trusting your editors, Mm -hmm. or sorry, producers. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it was something that was supposed to be said in confidence Mm -hmm. and just was revealed to help further the storyline. But also, mm. no, you're so right. Fuck. I really love this. Don't. Because, like, we can definitely talk shit about a lot of the elements, but, like, what she's saying about Dale is pretty obvious. Like, it is pretty clear. It's, sorry, it's pretty clear that what she is saying is very, I mean, authentic to her, at least, you know? And, yes, a lot of it's being said in confidence that she did not expect. And that's probably why she's mad. That's probably why she's liking tweets. That's probably why she's kind of going messy online, because she's mad that they showed a lot of stuff that she would have thought would have kept being kept in private, you know? Because it has been yeah. previously. Yeah. So. But, like, they had to, they, I mean, they film everything. So, like, they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I think it's uh, mm-hmm. probably, like, a breach of trust for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure we will have a really fun book to not read <laughs> in two years. <laughs> that I will get you for your oh, birthday in two years. Thank you. I love it. I look forward to it. Because I love it. you. No, I can't. <laughs> and she's going to, it's going to be titled... Claire in present danger. Oh my god. That's terrible. That was good. It's Clareable. <laughs> <laughs> we have to okay, stop. Literally. Yes, this is it. Basically Tasha Tasha comes in and we all screamed for about ten minutes. I do wanna say, um, we're gonna at the end of our speaking, we're gonna have um our little segment where we're going to have recordings from people in Bachelor Nation. Um, please feel free to send them in. Um, we want to, you know, uh, give a platform, you know, share the platform and stuff like that with people. Um, I did have a bunch of DMs from, I asked on Instagram today for if there were any black women who wanted to speak on, um, you know, the presentation of Tasha coming in. Um, we're all excited about it. We're all excited. That's, not a single person's not excited about Tasha coming in. Like, that's it. Fully, fully, period. That's it. Um, but the show did choose to basically tease her by her coming out of the, like, swimming pool. Very, like, you know, um, movie style. It's like a montage. She's just, like, showing her body. She comes out of the water. And Rachel Lindsay went on to Instagram today to say that, you know, like, that's a... The, the franchise stepped into... A problem with fetishizing um black women you know and they really could have shown her in a different light for our first the first time we see her as a potential new lead that's not how they treated claire you know um and i guess i just wanted to read one of the messages we got from somebody today um danielle um she writes black woman here not a fan of tasha's intro like rachel said she looked bomb obviously but Tasha tends uh, to dress fairly modestly when it comes to her assets, in my opinion, and doesn't seem to flaunt herself like that. Too sexualized, fetishized, and distracting. Would have much preferred a grand entrance stepping out of a fancy car or a limo into a fancy dress looking like the damn queen she is. Also, the Baywatch moment is very is specifically reaching for a heterosexual male audience. During The Bachelorette, it's not about providing the men with sexual fantasy. It's about empowering The Bachelorette. If Tasha felt empowered coming out of the pool, that's awesome. But to, uh, but notice how she didn't even post a screenshot of that moment. She posted a picture with a much different vibe. She deserved better. 
Um, so that's just one of uh, a couple messages we got that I'll post later on the Instagram. And I just, yeah, I just wanted to say it. The franchise has been... <laughs> the franchise has not shown itself um, to be responsible in any way for... You know, I think that's a really interesting remark, too, because, like, I'm thinking about um, some of the last, you know, intros we've gotten for Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what Claire's was, but it was just, like, responsible adult Mm -hmm. woman, you know? And then, like, Hannah B's before that was, I'm, like, a fairy tale virgin princess Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. shit. And then, like, they're, yeah, I'm confused a little bit by that, that, that. Um, take makes a lot of sense to me yeah i mean they clearly could have shown her literally just like knocking on the door and coming in and being like you need me to fix the season sure i'm here um they didn't mm-hmm. need to over sexualize it like that we know who she is like yeah it, we also know that she's the fucking bachelorette and they aren't even telling us that they're just like showing us her body and that's it and it's just really pretty disappointing and i hope that they come better um next week but Mm -hmm. Uh, feel free to send in your thoughts and opinions about this moment about your opinions on claire about the franchise about oh gosh everything um and we will make sure to share them um and also just uh gosh thank you guys so much for again another very great week on the instagram y'all are too kind to us leaving great reviews the DMs are great. Um, we had somebody make us bread this week, which was, like, so fucking sweet. Nadia, you're the best. Um, and, yeah, if you guys, like, want to send us, like, um, like sex toys or... <laughs> Anthrax. Because <laughs> we need it. Please do. Um, DM us for our P.O. Box. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, excited for next week and terrified for next week for all of the reasons. Um, oof. Are you excited, Danica? Uh, as I said last week, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited for life to resume in some sort of way. Like, it's either going to be new normal or new normal, yeah. I think. And uh We're going to keep trucking along as we have either way. And we're going to keep fighting for an equitable society. And we're going to keep trying to use this stupid-ass show as a means of escape while constantly thinking about how much this show maintains social um, mores or whatever it's called. (laughs) I can't be smart tonight. I'm really anxious. The show fucking sucks, and we're going to keep misguiding our efforts to change society by only tagging Chris Harrison <laughs> in our Instagram posts. I feel called out. No, I, I mean, I I claim to be a part of no, that. I, I just it. don't have to do any of the emotional energy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This entire podcast is emotional energy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, everybody go buy a man ring for men uh, when you propose to your partner and emasculate them through doing that please we'll we'll all buy the straight ring until it sells out (laughs) stupid (laughs) hello my name is marilyn i use she her pronouns and i'm a first generation 
Guatemalan, Ecuadorian, American. I think what I essentially have been trying to say with the last three recordings I've done is y'all need to do better. Like, that's that's it. Point blank, period. Like, that's literally what you have to do with your minority contestants is treat them better. <sighs> or just be open and be like, hey, just so you guys know, uh, black men and women, um, the two or three Asian Americans that we have on our on our franchises, um, I I just thought of the one Latin American man that you have on your franchise and the controversy that he has going on in Mexico. Um, <laughs> I wish I could erase him out of my mind. Like, I <sighs> Nicole, I just. I'm just remembering Bachelor in Paradise and that whole situation. Um, but y'all just need to treat these people better. Like, well, how is that so hard? And also, um, can we talk about doing better background checks? Because as someone who thoroughly enjoyed this franchise and has just given up because there's been no progress absolutely none only with seeing that you guys are literally letting in 24 year olds being like yeah I want to get married but also I want to grow my brand and be able to message small businesses and ask them for free furniture for a shout out even though my followers can't fucking afford the furniture that I'm trying to get for free um can y'all do better with background checks and um you know look up um to see if you know there's any assault cases on their records any DUIs because we know how you love to serve your contestants alcohol and if I were to have DUIs go far on this show and be like the fun drunk one and then come out and have that be out in the out in the open um that'd be a bad look on me you know because i've could have killed a good number of people in the past but you were like you know what she's quirky as fuck when she drinks champagne give her more or unless you knew but you kind of wanted to change an image or so but you know what I don't know how producer mind works. Sure, I've watched Unreal, but still, what do I know? And I'm talking in this tone because if I don't, I will start screaming and I don't want to do that. But this is what The Bachelor has done to me, where I've resorted to shows like Love Island that, sure, they also have their issues, but I thoroughly enjoy putting myself through what is it six weeks an episode a night trying to understand their their cool lingo i'd rather go through that than deal with this bullshit that we have here because you can support a franchise so much as a minority and you can hope that they would stand with a movement and up for human rights but with how they've treated the whole Garrett situations that's an ass after situations the Colton Cassie situation 
and then how they swept Lincoln, Leo, and um, possibly now Easy under the rug is disgusting. And I'm running out of time, but how they introduced Taisha as a bachelorette is also disgusting because she deserves to have a gown moment. She deserved to walk out of a limo and be like, it's me. But no, you guys have her coming out of a pool like she's in a Def Leppard music video. How does that make any fucking sense? Do better, ABC. That's all I'm asking from you. Do fucking better. Hey, what's up? My thoughts on the last episode of Claire's season and Claire's season overall. There's something fundamentally different about this season than other seasons, and it's not just the COVID stuff. It's not just all the other stuff that's so easy to list about why this season is different. In the past, it's very clear that the producers and editors go to great lengths to protect the image of the lead. They do this because they want the audience believing that this is truly the most eligible person in America, and they just haven't had luck at love yet, but they're super deserving of it, and, and they want us to root for the lead. They want us behind the lead because it gets us involved in their love story. They also want the contestants believing the lead is the best person to ever exist because it pushes the love stories along. It pushes the emotions along. It allows the emotions to run high between the contestants um, as they are creating drama surrounding the lead or whatever. For whatever reason, and it feels particularly sinister and, I, and it's frustrating to not see very many people pick up on this, um, but for whatever reason, they've decided to throw Claire to the wolves and say, fuck her image. We don't, we're going to make her look like shit. I don't know if it's because Taisha has is coming in um, and they want us to be excited about that. I don't know if they just want us to feel anxiety for two straight hours on Tuesday nights because that's fun and we haven't been feeling enough anxiety anyway. Um, or what it is, but they made a different decision with Claire. They're giving her a villain edit, and that's not to say that Claire's not responsible for her own decisions, and that's not to say that Claire hasn't acted in ways that are extremely emotionally immature. However, they let a guy like Yosef come on the show who is a very clear verbal abuser, and maybe that is only an action that came out of him during the show under these acute circumstances, and that's not actually who he is, and they couldn't have sussed that out. But it's a pattern that we've obviously seen in the show. They're pushing Claire and Dale. You have Chris Harrison going, so another good day with Dale, huh? And you never hear that. The leads always say after the show that the producers are telling them to keep an open mind because they want the ending to seem uncertain. They want us to get invested and not know what's going to happen. But the producers have made the decision already before the events of this episode has even occurred that they, they want the season to be cut short. Um, whenever Claire was late for the group date, first of all, to the audience, they're making it look like she just doesn't give a single fuck. We don't know. Maybe she really was just talking to Deanna that whole time. Maybe production said, hey, let's do a few ITMs before we go over there. And, and they sat her down for another two hours. I don't know. But as Becca Martinez said on Chatty Bras, 90% of the being on The Bachelor or Bachelorette is waiting time. And she said that on her season. They never thought it was Ari. They never thought to blame Ari whenever things were running late. And producers would always say, we just have things running behind. And the contestants would just assume that it was camera crews and practical things like that. But the way the guys are acting, it's very clear the producer hand here. 
The producers are asking the guys, do you think she even takes this seriously? Of course, this is me speculating, but but if you know this show so well, it's it's easy to come to this conclusion. But it looks like the producers are asking them, do you think she even takes this seriously? Do you, can you believe she's late right now? Can you believe that she's not wanting to spend this quality time with you guys? And making the contestants not see Claire in the best light. Um... And that is that takes a very clear turn this episode. Cause so far they've gave they've not given Claire the best edit, but I haven't seen a lot of them trying. I guess maybe they still had hope early on, possibly that she would look at other guys other than Dale. Um, but it's very clear in this episode that they're allowing and pushing the men to to turn on Claire. Um, so yeah, and the most frustrating thing about it is seeing people eat it up. You know, when you know a lot about this show, and you know the fucked up shit that this show does. And by the way, they're taking emotional manipulation to the next fucking level. They are making these guys wait for hours when they've only talked to Claire for like a total of five minutes. They're um, basically giving them emotional blue balls because they're like, hey, wait for this day that you've been waiting for for so long. But then they're like, mm, no, sorry, she's not coming or sorry, you get less time or whatever. Um, so that's, that's just like next fucking level, but people are eating it up. And at this point we ought to know to question the narratives that they're pushing. So if they're pushing a narrative really hard, that's when you ought to step back and think, okay, they definitely haven't had a heavy hand in this. And maybe I should be a little bit more skeptical, but I feel bad for Claire, even though she signed a contract. I don't know. That's all. Hi, date card pod. My name is Katrina and I am from Dallas, Texas. I just wanted to share some thoughts about um, last night's episode of The Bachelorette. Now, when this season started, I was super excited for Claire. I was so excited to have an older lead. I really loved Claire on previous seasons. I was pumped. In the first episode, I was like, yes, she's here. She's eliminating guys. She's handling the drama well. The second episode, I was like, yeah, this dodgeball date sucks, but that's not her doing and yeah she's super into Dale but like I feel like we're being edited and manipulated into wanting her to leave so that we get Tasha in and I feel like production is doing her dirty this week was really hard and I feel super conflicted because I still really like Claire and I don't hate her for finding love with Dale immediately I wish she would treat the guys with more respect in like giving them actual time like you're supposed to I feel like the roast date was very produced I mean obviously it was edited with them only showing the Dale comments and only showing her talking about Dale but like did she actually talk to everyone about with Dale about Dale or was it like Frankenbited maybe she did talk to more people than she needed to she obviously talks about him a lot giving herself the rose is a little odd But at the same time, I really hated how ABC handled the Zach C date. And I think that it's ABC's fault and not Claire's fault about what that whole Zach C situation. It was an awkward date. They obviously didn't have chemistry. Yes, Claire's obsessed with Dale. But she does have chemistry with other people, but she did not have chemistry with him. And then she goes in the pool. She leans in for a kiss. For whatever reason, she um, removes consent for that kiss. And his reaction was so 
visceral and controlling and aggressive. And like, I understand that consent culture can sometimes be hard and that men don't always get it. Um, and that maybe his immediate reaction was just to try to kiss her again. But then she like continued, tried to continued to try to remove herself from the situation and he just kept pushing and pushing and it was so triggering like um like many women I am a victim of sexual um assault and it was so triggering for me and knowing that she was a domestic violence survivor like obviously that's triggering for her so I feel like if she didn't feel safe around him having Chris Harrison do the breaking up was fine by me and I think a lot of people are giving her flack for it um, and Yosef was just a pig. Yes, the dodgeball date was sucky. It wasn't her idea. She did let it happen. But like Yosef could have had a could have made a good point without coming off like a really, really pompous asshole. This whole season feels so wrong. We're in the wrong place. We're watching really lame dates because they can't travel anywhere. Claire's super into Dale, but I think they're editing it to be far more obvious than they would normally be. They obviously wanted to bring Tasha in almost immediately, and so they're, like, forcing us to hate Claire. I'm just, I'm really bummed. Um, okay, I guess I should stop because I've been rambling for a long time. I just wish that The Bachelor was more fun this season and less, less hard to discuss. Like, I feel like all the fun discussion topics are gone because now we're dealing with so much intense stuff. Um, I hope Tasha's a good bachelor. I wasn't particularly excited for her, um, as not nearly as excited as I was for Claire. Um, I will also say you don't have to, you don't have to keep this in. I'm not a person of color. So if you don't want to use this in the episode, I totally understand and would really like it if people of color, um, their thoughts were shared before mine as a, um, cis white woman, but decided to send it since I saw you were asking for more calls on the Instagram. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. Make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight, when you are ready. I'm going to need you all to roll plus charm to do the ad. That's a five. I got a ten. All right, Travis. Buddy can manage to get out the name of the show, but not much else. Monster Pod! Sadie, Jimmy's going to be able to get out the premise, but you didn't roll high enough for any spoilers. Monster Pod is a real play Monster of the Week podcast where four government-employed idiots try to save the world. Sarah, Thomason rolled high enough to finish the ad. Releases every other Friday here on So Below Media. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is... As above, so below.